0: Welcome back to our Faith Bridge Women's Podcast, where we're exploring faith lived out. I'm your host, Ashley Urban, and I'm so excited for our episode today. I've got the most lovely and talented Lizzie Bailey, our worship pastor with me, and we're going to dig into the topic of worship in our time together. But more than talented and lovely, Lizzie has a passion for people to actively enter the presence of God through music. I've seen her humility and selflessness and servant leadership and how all those things are such obvious marks of the Holy Spirit in her life. Every Sunday, Lizzie holds the space for us at Faith Bridge to encounter God's presence, and we are very blessed. So Lizzie, thank you so much for joining today.
1: Thanks for having me, Ashley.
0: Well, tell me first off, how did you realize this passion for worship in your life?
1: Well, it was a very gradual thing. I grew up in a musical household, so music was always part of my life from a very young age. My mom Played piano, and my dad loved to sing, and so I was exposed to a lot of different kinds of music from early, Uh, and then because my dad was a pastor, church was just an easy, natural place to sing and, you know, participate in different musical things, so, um, but I actually had a different plan for my life. I wanted to be, I was really competitive on piano and wanted to pursue that
0: and
1: go to to college and be a classical pianist and, you know, roam the earth playing piano. <laughs> but, um, when I graduated high school, I started traveling with a husband and wife who were worship leaders and they kind of opened my eyes to a different freer kind of worship mm-hmm. because I had grown up in a really traditional, um, faith tradition with music that I just didn't connect with as much. Yeah. Um, and, but, but this couple, they were so passionate about the Lord and, and expressing that through music. And I, I started hearing, you know, Hillsong yeah. and passion music and stuff like that. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is different. This mm-hmm. is something I can connect with. And so they just sort of led me into that world. And um, it's. I've I've been there ever since. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I love it how even just being able to discover, we're all kind of on that journey of discovery, even within worship for each of us, even if we're not great singers or musicians. So we're all on that journey of experiencing what it's like to actually encounter God's presence through music and and getting to do that every Sunday is a huge privilege that we get to walk into as churchgoers. Yeah, definitely. Well, Tell me, why do you think it's important for us to actively engage in worship when we attend church? Well, God's presence is with us all the time. Uh,
1: he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He yeah. gives us his spirit. So every moment of our lives can be an act of worship. And we mm. can, I mean, we are in the presence of God, whether our awareness is in tune with that or not. Right. So in that sense, it's like, well, what? Who cares about Sundays? I mean, why mm-hmm. or, or worship gatherings? I can worship on my own anytime. And in one sense, that is true. But in another sense, there is something very special and very powerful about the corporate gathering. Right. Uh, in the Bible, there is tons of precedent for God's people gathering at a specific time, mm-hmm. specific place to seek Him, to declare their allegiance to Him, to remember. Remembrance is a huge part of the practice of faith with the people of God. Remember how God did this. Remember Mm -hmm. how he rescued us. Remember his faithfulness. And so when we gather together now, we're sort of reenacting those biblical precedents. We're remembering, we're proclaiming our faith, our allegiance. Mm -hmm. We're expressing, you know, our affection, our attention. Uh, So it's sort of like a concentrated dose of corporate response mm-hmm. unified response and then god said he inhabits the praises of his people so yeah. it's not just that we're singing songs and talking about you know religious things mm-hmm. like god's presence is actually made manifest among us yeah and uh, that's that is life-changing like that's what we want mm-hmm. every single week
0: to come expecting god to work and move because he said he would and right. he does yeah um, well, I love that you bring up that it's, you know, I think... I grew up in the church too. And it was kind of this idea of we come and we worship because there's this big holy God and you've got to do it. Like that's something you're obligated to do. But this idea of it's helping us remember, even just like mm-hmm. flexing that muscle of when I don't feel it, like I've mm-hmm. got to remember the presence of God is here and he's working actively through me and he wants me to respond in worship, but it's not like this, you've got to do it or else your relationship is oh, severed. Yeah. But just totally. like that, yeah, that connection with him. Yeah, we miss out when we don't do
1: it. Like yeah. God is God regardless of what mm-hmm. we do or don't do. But, uh, so, you know, American, the way we think is wildly individualistic. We think, yeah. oh, it's just me and Jesus and I can read right. my Bible and do my thing. But all of the time when God interacts with people in the Bible, it's it's us. It's his people, right. plural. Um, he is a corporate. He, he does meet us personally, Absolutely. But just as much, it's about the church. And I can't really become who I am on my own, apart from my interaction with you, Ashley, yeah. and others. And you know, you, what you say and what you say about God helps mm-hmm. me understand him better and respond more completely yeah. to who he is. So when we gather and we're hearing stories of faith of other people, it encourages our faith. And yeah. it helps us become more aware and have a fuller like more accurate yeah. picture when we're just in our own little echo chamber. Right. Um, That's not the, that's not the full complete picture of who mm-hmm. God is and how he works. So we need to be together to go, oh, he's doing this in, in Ashley and he's doing this in Parker and he's, you know, like all of our stories become intertwined and collectively
0: right. we look to God and go, wow, this is who you are and this is what you've done. And we yeah. get to respond in that way. Yeah. Well, even having – like thinking of having those different voices in your life that are coming from different backgrounds and experiences that that are encountering God, maybe in different ways than I do or you do, but it's like hearing their stories and thinking, man, that's my view of God's character was so small. Like Mm -hmm. when I started out on my own individual, just me and God, but when I walk in community and in worship in community, man, how rich that is too. Totally. I mean, I can't tell you how many times
1: I've gone into worship Kind of in in one headspace, mm-hmm. one weird mood or whatever, maybe I didn't feel it or wasn't into it, you yeah. know, but i I chose not because you know because I wasn't basing it on my feelings but I was basing it on the reality of who God is and yeah. on on his worthiness, and then at at the end of that experience, I'm in a totally different place, right, like. Sometimes we just got to ignore our feelings. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we got to do that. And, uh, and God meets us there and, and realigns. I mean, that's just, I, I look at corporate gatherings as this big realignment yeah. of our thoughts and our affections and, and all of that. We, and we need that often because we're yeah. forgetful. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm even thinking about like this leadership class we've been going through on Sundays. We just talked about unity within the body and how we have unity through the spirit. It's the spirit that's yes. unifying us through that same shared experience of we have salvation in Jesus. And that's what unifies us in this vision and to come together and like worship together in unity, a vision of we're God's people together and mm-hmm. You know, we're all from different backgrounds and lives and experiences, but together corporately we're one and how sweet that community and connection is with each other. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've heard different
1: people say, like, uh, you know, regarding the, the corporate gathering, you know, we sing these songs and we pray together and things like that. And people would say, oh, I'm not really a musical person, I'm not really a singer. Right. Well, I, I, I don't think that really matters. Yeah. Uh, I think... You know, a huge problem we have is that God is a concept to many of us. Mm-hmm. He's not really a real person that we've encountered yeah. and are encountering. And so a real person, especially a person like God, is going to affect your emotions, is going to affect your psyche, your body is going to react in some way. Right. You're not going to be nonchalant in his presence. Yeah. Every single person who encounters God worships Yeah, because that's the only thing they 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 kneel, they fall on their face, they they adjust their lives, they put some things down, they pick some things up like yeah. you cannot encounter the reality of God and be the same. And so, you know, and in addition to that, the book of Psalms, which is sort of our worship guide, yeah, uh, it it has it talks about singing over 200 times, I think. Over mm. 50 of those are direct commands to sing. There's something about opening our mouth even if we're not a great singer, yeah. you know, and just speaking, singing what is true about God. Yeah. Um, there is something in the spiritual realm that happens when we do that. And we do that collectively as an act of worship, not because, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be your favorite song. It doesn't have to right. be your mood or whatever, but God is honored.
0: Absolutely. And I, I love you bringing up like, you know, if we're not great singers, we don't feel it like doing it and thinking about even in times where I have felt like, oh, I really don't want to read my Bible this week. Like mm-hmm. I'm just not feeling like I'm connected to God and I just, you know, why even do it? But it's that flexing the muscle of I know this is important and I'm going to continue to posture my heart towards it. And a lot of times it's when I choose that habitual, I'm going to come back and do this with with all of my heart. God realigns my perspective with he is who he is. And maybe where Mm -hmm. I have been so like in, I know in conversations when we've talked, you talk about being uh, inclined in on yourself and like Mm -hmm. looking at yourself so much that you can't even see God or you're not acknowledging him in that. And I think when we choose to engage in worship, when we don't feel it, that takes us out of that inward focus to now remember, wait a second, God is so much bigger than I give him credit for. And I am so much smaller than I have given myself credit for.
1: Yeah, that's so good. That's that's so true. We all do that. We all
0: tend to curve inward.
1: And yeah, corporate worship is one of those things that, that straightens us back up. Because yes. we look up, you know? We're not yeah. just looking at ourselves. We look up and we look around. Yeah. And we, you know,
0: we're better for it. Yeah. And God is honored. Absolutely. Well, where is God leading you as our worship pastor for our congregation right now?
1: Well, I am so thankful and excited about uh, how God has been moving among us. Yeah. I have seen people uh, more physically engaged yeah. in our worship settings, just singing more. And at the same time, I'm, I'm praying a lot about, you know, songs to sing. Cause I, I want people to engage. I don't yeah. want people to come in and think, Oh, this is just a show or a concert. Like this is all of us together worshiping. So, um, I've just I've been praying so much for God to give us more freedom of expression in our worship, uh, freedom to sing, freedom to express physically, whether it's lifting our hands or kneeling or uh, sometimes we need to do something physically with our body as a symbol, as an expression of something inward. Mm -hmm. Um, And we do it naturally in other settings, right? Right. I mean, if we're at a game or we're excited Mm -hmm. or we're at a concert of music we love, like we tend to do that without anybody telling us to. But some of us just didn't grow up in a faith tradition where people were doing that. And so right. it's a little bit foreign, but it's very biblical. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you know, Psalms again is full of, I'll lift my hands in your sanctuary. Yeah. I will, I will kneel. The the primary word used for worship in scripture means to bow low. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's physical as well as just with our will and with our, you know, putting our allegiance under the allegiance of Christ. Yeah. So, uh, I, I am excited about what God is doing and how he's moving in our midst. And people are telling me, you know, God's presence, it was felt this mm-hmm. morning. And and I'm not surprised by that. I mean, God said, I, I'm i going to be there. When yeah. people gather in my name, two or three are gathered, mm-hmm. I'm there in their midst. And we get to be part of that. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I just, my longing and my desire is for us to increasingly want to come together and, and expect to experience God's presence. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love that. And I love that we're seeing God do that, even mm-hmm. as you've been talking through this um, and feeling that conviction of like asking God to do that for all of us and seeing how he is. And, and I think Thinking about it, too, the idea we feel that freedom, you know, at a sports game or at a wedding reception when we're like all dancing to a really fun song. It's like we feel the freedom to let loose there and be whatever the response is physically. But, you know, we feel that hesitation for some reason, one way or another, whether it's how we were brought up or whatever. It's we don't feel that freedom to express in, in our rows at church, like totally. what God is impressing on our hearts through those songs. Totally.
1: And you
0: know, it, we do have different
1: personalities
0: and we're not all
1: wild, crazy people. I, I always like, like I needed diameter of space. Yeah. Cause I, I'm just, a lot of that's my personality, but I will say when I was younger and I grew up in a much more reserved kind of mm-hmm. worship tradition and People were, you know, you just stood and you sang, and you sat down, and it was all rather boring. Um, But when I really encountered Jesus, and this was like into my faith, because I, you know, I, I think God takes us deeper and deeper as we go if we want that and ask Him for that. And when I really encountered Him later in my life, um, (laughs) my worship really changed, and I, and God has He made me freer. And when I come in, I'm like, okay, if Jesus was in the room, mm. there's no way I would stand nonchalantly right. in his presence sipping my coffee. Yeah, I just wouldn't. Yeah. I, w- I don't know what I would do. I mean, I would kneel or, you know, I, I don't know. My head would explode. I don't know. But I know I would respond. Yeah, And so a lot of my physical expression is that I am – I'm just saying, Lord, you're you're worth me looking, even if I look like a fool, like who cares? You know, you're worth, it's an act of faith for me. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, definitely. I love that. So when you engage in worship, tell me kind of how you personally encounter the Holy Spirit through time and music and singing and singing worship songs. Well, this is such an interesting thing because the Holy Spirit,
1: I mean, the scripture says he's with us. Period. Yeah. Like he's all, he's in us. He's with us all the time. I just think we're not aware of it so much. Yeah. And that's on us. Like we can do things to increase our awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the biggest thing is, is knowing his word, being committed to opening, opening the word every day. And so that's, that's. God always speaks his word. He is the word. Yeah. And so he'll speak through his word. He will give insight. I think that's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's mm-hmm. one way. I mean, another way is I love nature. I love being outside. I always encounter God with beauty and natural yeah. settings. And so I I go outside a lot. I go on walks a lot. I, I just, you know, and the Holy Spirit meets me there so much. Uh, and then music is another, like putting on worship music. I listen to all kind of music. I'm not like only Christian music all right. the time. But there is something about, especially when we're experiencing spiritual warfare and upheaval, mm-hmm. there is something about putting on worship music and yeah. as a choice, saying like, "This space is God's space. I'm God's child. Yeah. My mind is God's mind, mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus here rather than whatever you know." things may be distracting you or harassing you or whatever. Right. So music is a big one. Um, Beauty, I mean, art, (laughs) poetry, all of those things, like everything beautiful comes from God. Yeah. Um, So, and he, there's no limit to how he can speak and how he can meet us. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's always got to agree with his word. I think we can kind of get off on a tangent of, oh, maybe this is God, maybe, yeah, you know, Right. Get into pantheism, I guess. But yeah. I don't mean that. I just mean all beauty comes from the heart of God because mm-hmm. he's the source of everything beautiful. psalm says all the singers and dancers say, all my fountains are in you. Mm-hmm. Like everything beautiful yeah. is from him. Yeah. And so I think when we immerse ourselves in beauty and we choose, like Paul said, whatever's good, whatever's right, whatever's mm-hmm. noble, we fix our mind on those things. Like the Holy Spirit's there. Right. It's like, yeah, this is mine this is my territory.
0: Yeah. Um, So and in all those things too, I think all of that takes a lot of intentional space to Mm -hmm. encounter God and taking the space and the time to not be so busy and rushing through everything that you're encountering, but to take the space to really engage with what's going on. Like, emotionally and mentally and physically and in asking God I mean I know for me I just ask God like help me see your fingerprints on today because I know you're here Mm -hmm. but am I going to acknowledge like when you give your provision or you do these things you know to actually turn and give glory and rejoice in what he's doing and, and same in like the beauty and and the art and the things that you get to engage with in life
1: yes that's oh my goodness I don't know if any culture ever has had as much input All the time, as we do. Right. Our, our, you know, options for input with, I mean, our phones and, you know, we got the World Wide Web in our hand whenever we want it. Mm -hmm. Everywhere you go, there's visual input, there's auditory input. And that's shaping us. Mm Like, 100% we are being shaped by all of that. So we do, I mean, if we're trying to follow Jesus and we're trying to tune our ears to hear his voice, That's not going to happen if it's just full of everything else, Mm -hmm. you know, TV and movies, not uh, those things aren't bad in and of themselves. Some are good and redemptive and beautiful, but we have to just be aware of what we're letting in. Um, Is this helping me become more human and know God more and experience him? Uh, Yeah. And and making space to listen and be quiet. And I love journaling. I'm a big journaler. Um, Just, we have to, we have to prioritize sitting before God and saying, Speak to me through your word. Yeah. And that's not going to happen if every second is full of something else. Right.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I, I love that you said, too, about spending time in God's word because we have to know his word to understand what his voice sounds like, yes. too. And so when you're that's waiting good. in that silence, do I know what God's voice sound like? Because his voice does not sound like condemnation, oh, yeah. it, but it, it gives me conviction, but there's not that voice of condemnation. So even being able to se- separate in the silence when Satan tries to sneak in and say, sure. actually, this is what God's saying or whatever, is that right. you can differentiate and say, I know what God's voice sounds like. And it doesn't sound like that. And yes. being able to listen intently for totally.
1: him. And conviction is always specific. Hmm. You know, it's like that thing you said that thing you did, you need to make that right, or whatever. It's not, you're horrible. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like this generic sort of, that's not God. Shame-filled. Yes. Mm That's
0: not the voice of God. Absolutely. How has God been showing you what he wants to shape his people's faith with worship? Like how he wants to shape his people's faith with worship? That is a great question. Um, I think worship
1: itself is an act of faith, Uh, Like you use the phrase flexing a muscle, like an act of the will. Mm. Sometimes we don't feel God. Sometimes we we, we don't feel like we can hear him or Mm -hmm. sense him or feel him. And so it doesn't feel natural to sing a song to God or to lift my hands Mm -hmm. or to come to church. But we do that because we believe, we are convinced in our mind that it is true that God is who he says he is. So I think... Very often the act of worship itself is an act of faith and builds our faith Yeah, because we're saying I'm choosing to respond as if all this is true, mm-hmm. as if you are good, as if you are faithful, as if you have done what you said you would do and yeah. you will do what you said you would do. And and that is, that is faith uh, mm-hmm. because sometimes those things don't feel true, but we believe they are and so we worship um and and like you said that it that becomes a muscle that gets stronger over time like Mm -hmm. we keep choosing to read our bible we keep choosing to move toward people rather than be isolated uh, you know by ourselves we keep choosing to worship rather than sit at home Mm -hmm. um and god and our faith is strengthened and god shows us things that i don't think we could see otherwise yeah uh, and freedom, there's just freedom that grows in that too. Definitely, which we're made for.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and what a gracious thing of God to even work through our times. When I know for me, I've, there's been seasons where I have turned away and not engaged because I didn't feel it, or you know, it didn't feel like something was happening, or I couldn't hear God's voice. Whatever, it felt like a dry season, but He graciously was continuing to pursue me. And yes. like you said, His presence is already here, but am I going to acknowledge it? Mm-hmm. With uh, flexing that muscle when it doesn't feel like it wants to flex.
1: Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: we're we're so obsessed with feeling good. Yeah, and we just kind of follow that.
1: Oh, this feels good. I'll do this. This doesn't feel good. I won't do this. And man, that's just such a <laughs> haphazard. Uh, it's just a bad way to live. Yeah. Um. And and God is saying, here's the truth, and you get to you get to act on it or not. Mm-hmm. And and we all go through the seasons that are hard, but mm-hmm. then. You come to a a place in the journey where it's like, God, I think because you went through that hard, dry space, it's like God is more beautiful and more glorified. And, you know, there's more dimension and depth. So it's not wasted. Like you're still going somewhere, even if you're in a season where you're like, I don't get all this. I don't know. It feels dry. Yeah. Yeah. You just keep going. It's not going to feel like that forever.
0: Right. Yeah. I can think back on a season a few years ago where I was very frustrated with a prayer request that had been answered the complete opposite of what I would (laughs) ask God to answer it and just very angry with God. And I spent a couple of months just like telling God how angry I was at Him. And it was... Through that, I think I learned for the first time that like my emotions don't have to be right before I come before the Lord, but it's that union that he wants. And I oh, yes. what a sweet time of fellowship that he grew my relationship with him, even yes. when I was like, God, why did you do this? Oh, I love it. God can handle it, man. Mm-hmm. He does not ask us to be
1: fake. He, yeah. Gosh, read Psalms. David is out of his mind right. in some of the he's he's there's grief, there's anger, there's disappointment. Mm-hmm. We can absolutely bring all that to God. Yeah. And it's so like it's good. It's not yeah. like, well, I'm really disappointed that you aren't more pious today. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like right. he he just like you said, he wants to know us. Mm-hmm. And you can't know somebody uh, somebody something I was listening to the other day said God can't sanctify who you're pretending to be. Mm. Like you got to just be real, tell the truth. Yeah. Whatever. He already knows it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and so just yeah. We we are allowed to feel whatever we feel yeah and express whatever we want to express and god um goes with us there and doesn't i mean he's not asking us to
0: be anything else right and he's not so small that he can't take the worst of our emotions too which i think i have wrongly believed in the past before yeah for sure i love that Well, Lizzie, this has been so encouraging and just a helpful conversation. And for those of y'all listening, I hope it's been helpful and encouraging for you, too. And we love to end our episodes the same way each week by asking our guests the same questions. So, Lizzie, tell me something that's brought you joy this week.
1: Brought me joy this week? Uh, Well, this weather brings me a lot of joy. Yes. so nice and cool. And um, I started doing HelloFresh. Oh. Just like meal delivery uh-huh and that's brought me a lot of joy because I really hate thinking of what to cook yes and it's actually really good so commercial for hello Fresh. <laughs> that good. is awesome
0: not <laughs> sponsored <laughs> not sponsored but <laughs> there you go that's awesome I love it well to everyone listening thank you for tuning in and inviting us into your headphones your car your home or your phone speaker we hope this conversation's been encouraging and uplifting for you today we'll be back again next week with a new episode but until then have a most wonderful week my friends Thanks for listening to the Faithbridge Women's podcast. Our prayer is that God would use each episode to edify and encourage your spirit as we seek to be stronger together in Christ. To hear more from Faithbridge Women and to discover other great stories of God working in the lives of Faith Bridgers, head to faithbridge.org/podcasts and subscribe today.